This is your wake up call. Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that breakfast club. The world's most dangerous morning show. We in the mother, we in the Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MB. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday, election day in New York City. Good morning. That's right. I got a vote today. Where else is it election day at? Election day can't just be in New York, right? I don't know. I don't know, but it definitely is in New York City. Uh, have you guys had to get a passport recently during the pandemic by any chance? I uh, told you I did. I told you mine expired. And yes, I had to get a passport. I have to get it for my uh, two youngest, I believe. Theirs are about to expire. Yeah, uh, it's a process. I was there all day for about six, seven hours getting a passport. Um, it is a long ass process. If you know that your passport is about to expire or you just had a baby, uh, do it through the uh, post office. It, it takes That's about what I did. two. Well, how long does it take? Um, it's gonna if you expedite it, it could it probably take about four weeks. But if you do it regular, it take it'll take like six to eight weeks. But I did mine through the post office, and yeah. it was very simple. Yeah, I don't I don't know the process uh, with having kids because with the uh, I actually had to go. Me and my wife had to go to the passport office yesterday. There's a long ass line out there. They're only taking appointments. People are just online praying that they will be seen. There's a lot of people that have family members that passed away overseas and they want to go bury their family members. And it is a process. I was there yesterday yeah, from have, 1 to 6, 6.30 yesterday getting that If passport. there's a death in the family, they do expedite it. If yeah. there's a death in the family. But if you're like going on vacation, you have to have some type of um, paperwork to show that you have a itinerary. trip coming up. Yep. Yeah, an itinerary, which is easy to get, you know. But um, Where are you at? Yeah. In the bathroom, ye? No, I'm in my home. You sound like you're in a shower. Very echoish this morning. I don't know why. But yeah, I just want to tell you guys, if you got, if you have to get a passport, go early because it's six hours and yesterday was hot. Uh, it was it was nasty. But we finally got the passport for my, my son, my youngest son. Uh, I don't know why they all expire at different times because I, I got them pretty much all at the same time, but they, they do. So maybe it's age limit, but... Yeah, it's a process. So definitely do that if you can. Get, give yourself a little extra time. Don't don't wait last minute like my dumb ass did. Yeah, it's ten years from when you get it is when it expires. For adults, ten not years. for kids, because my son isn't ten. Oh, years. kids are different. And it, it it expired. All right. All right. Well, I just want to encourage people too. If it's not like an expedited rush that you need to get it, just mail away for it. It was a very simple process. All right. What well, else we got planned this morning? What this, else we got? This morning we have Spice and Shaggy joining us this morning. Okay. Yes, it's Caribbean Heritage Month, everybody. Spice and Shaggy. They have this song, Go Down There, and it's her with Shaggy and Sean Paul on a song together. That's iconic. Well, Wagwan brethren, all our Caribbean masks about there. Stop, stop, stop. Good morning. They don't, they don't like when Ouch. we do that. They don't like when <laughs> we do that. They don't care when Safari does it or Drake, so why can't I? Well, S- Safari's Jamaican. That's true. Drake is... Prince Patois, Champagne Patois. 
<laughs> I hate when you do that, man. Champagne patois. Let's get the show cracking. Front page is what we're talking about. Yes, and let's talk about your guy, Ronnie O'Neal. Was he found guilty? All right. We'll Wagwan. He gone. <laughs> he gone. He gone. He gone. He gone, brethren. Goodness gracious. All right, we'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. What's happening? Happy Tuesday. Let's get in some front page news. Now, playoffs, there was no game last night, but tonight the Clippers take on the Suns at 9 p.m. Now, the Suns lead the series 1-0. Yeah, I was confused last night because I turned to TNT and it said NBA playoff finals. But it was a cartoon on last night, right? uh, Shazam. Shazam was on when I turned. Yeah, it was a cartoon. I I, I thought so, too. Now, also, Yee, you back? Damn it, man. All Mm. right. Let's do the front page without us. So, um... Ronnie O'Neal. Now, if you don't remember Ronnie O'Neal, he was uh, charged of killing his girlfriend, daughter, and trying to kill his son. Uh, he uh, was his own attorney. He's, de- he's definitely a character from the Boondocks. Aaron Magruder uh, created this character. I don't care what nobody says. Yes, and he had to actually uh, cross-examine his son. We have audio some of the stuff that he was saying on track. Yes, him cross-examining his son. How you doing, Ronnie? That's what I said. Good. It's good to see you, man. Good to see you, too. Did you see me shoot your mom? No. Did I hurt you that night of this incident? Yes. I did. And how did I hurt you? You stabbed me. Damn it, man. I really hate that they traumatizing that little boy. Yeah. I mean, number one, he got to relive the experience of that night. But number two, he got to sit there and talk to his dumbass daddy in court about the experience. Well, after all that, he confessed. They committed criminal acts against me with the 911 calls and that fraudulent video that they just showed y'all. You heard Khalil Brown. He said that he was actually sure that I only hit Kenyatta Barron three times. They didn't call Khalil Brown to tell you that. I did. You have to ask yourself why that is. Because I want you to know the actual facts. I did kill Kenyatta Barron. But I want you to tell it like it is if you're going to tell it. I really want to know what Ronnie O'Neal was trying to accomplish. Like, why did he waste everybody's time playing? Like, he literally went up there playing, knowing damn well he committed the murders and didn't even give a compelling case as to why he's not guilty. Yeah, he basically said, I did it, but I didn't do it like that. Yeah, but why put your son through that if, if you're going to confess? Sounds like a sociopath. Yeah, like No, no, that's more than a sociopath. That's a straight psychopath. My goodness. All right. And lastly, uh, Carl Nassib. Uh, he becomes the first NFL player to come out as gay to be actively playing. Do we have audio? What's up, people? I'm Carl Nassib. I'm at my house here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. Um, I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. Um, I just think that representation and visibility are so important. Man, drop on the clues bombs for my guy, Carl, man. Carl is a good human, man. Mm-hmm. Carl is a, a, a great friend of someone I consider family, man. Kicked it with Carl a couple of times. Carl's a good brother, man. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you want to spread some positivity. Whatever it is, phone lines are wide open. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, Breakfast Club, it's Chris out of Toledo. Chris, Chris what's happening, King? Get it off your chest, hey, bro. Breakfast Club, I called y'all about two weeks ago telling y'all about a house that I bought with a new program for uh, uh, no money down on a house. Look, when I called y'all, I did not shout out my baby mama. So I want to take some time and shout her out. Her name is Jamise, fantastic mother. <laughs> and for Father's Day, she got me tickets to go to an NFL game. It was beautiful. That's dope. Well, clearly she don't have you on child support because ain't nobody calling up here shouting out their baby mama that got him on child support. Oh, we live together, man. She's, a, like, like I said, great mother. Everything else I love about her. Congratulations. But I also want to give her donkey of the day. Oh. oh. Both. Okay, go. Why? Yo, sorry, baby. I love you. But she got upset because I didn't shout her out. And she has problems with trusting me. I've given her literally no reason not to trust me. You're a liar. She goes through my phone. I swear to God. No reason you not to trust brother. me. You did something, brother. No, I didn't do a damn thing. That's why I'm confused. That's why I'm giving her donkey of the day. Okay. She don't trust me. She don't believe me. Other uh, than that, I love you, baby. We don't get married one day. Let me tell you something. I hate to be the guy to say this to you, but um, if she's having trust issues, she might be cheating on you, bro. And that guilt might be oh. eating her up. I'm just saying that guilt might be eating her up, bro. I've, you, I've thought about that already. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. All right. We got Hello. some conversation to have. Thanks. Peace, King. Hello. Who's this? Hey, what's up, Ben D? Darrell. Hey, Darrell. Hey, what's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Hey man, I got a, it, it, I got two parts to my get it off my chest. Go. My one part is, I have a daughter who sounds exactly like you, and guess what? Her name is my Angela. Her government name M I slash A N G E L A. What that mean? Nothing. Oh okay. He made it seem like he had a baby out there. All right. All right. What's the other thing, brother? Hey, Andy, can your credit guy? I have a, I have a couple of things on my credit. I paid it off four or five years ago. And it's been there probably about three years, three, four years ago, and it's still there. Right? My credit score is like 740, 750. It's not hurting my credit, but it's hurting big business deals I'm trying to I'm trying to do at the bank. They always come back and say, yeah, well, you know, exactly things. And uh, I, I can't get them off. I've tried everything to get them off. Okay. Well, well you hit him up. His is, is, is Instagram is at the credit dude. He does an amazing job. Uh, the reason I like him, and I tell everybody the reason I like him, is he he charges for what he takes off your credit. So if you can't get no, nothing off your credit and he worked five years on your credit, he charges you nothing. That's why I like him. Um, but, yeah, definitely check him out. He's helped my credit. I think, John, he, he did your credit too? No, he didn't do your credit. But, yeah, he helped He helped a lot of people with their credit, make sure that their credit shoots up. So definitely hit him up. It's at the credit dude. All right. Hey, hey last thing. Hey, Andy, go check out my... I want to come... I want you to come down to St. Louis. I got a construction company down here, man. Go on. My Facebook is Darrell, D-O-R-E-L-L, Williams. And come down to St. Louis, man. Let's get some property down here. You can go on my Facebook and see what I do. All right. Some deals out there. All right. Hit me on the um DM and send me some properties. We can, we can link up. If you got a construction company that, that that's good, yeah, we can talk. I would love to, bro. Yeah. Look on my Facebook. And oh. I've been trying to hit you up. Andy, you hard got to, you hard got to get a hold of. Man, I'm working, man. I'm trying to stay busy. I got five kids and, and one on the way, brother. I'm just trying to stay. I'm tr trying to create legacy for my kids, man. That's why when you catch them, you got to kiss them. Yeah, stop it, man. What? Nah, nah, nah. Goodbye, man. Nah, don't even. Goodbye. Why does it always kiss them, huh? Why can't you say catch why, them, why, hug them? Why can't brothers show love? Huh? Why can't brothers show love? Did you kiss me this morning? No, but I catch you every morning. I don't need to kiss you. Get it off your chest. I've kissed you over the years. 585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
Time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, hello. Hello. Yeah, peace and blessings, guys. What's going on, man? Porter, uh, Sean Stone, what's up, brother? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, I'm blessed, man. Tell him, man, I already trying to talk to me and said, man, you need a little, you need a little help, man. I need a little help. Oh, oh, I need a little help. Why are you starting? Yeah, little, little. Little, 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 little help. Yeah. And, just, and I just want to big up Shaggy, you know what I mean? Shaggy and Spice, you don't know. They'll be on later, brethren. What? What you just say? They'll be on later, brethren. Oh, my goodness. Oh, they'll be on later? Yes, what, brethren. What, what about Angela? Oh, what about Angela? Yeah. She'll be back in a little while. <laughs> She'll be back in a little while. Like yes, sir. Do our broadcasting at the bathroom. Why, go on, brethren. Oh, listen, listen. I just want to shout out one of my coworkers because I just switched my job to waste management. And I want to shout out uh, Cliff, you know what I mean, for helping me out on my route, man. He a good dude? Uh, yeah, Cliff is a good dude, man. He listened to the Breakfast Club all the time, man. He was shocked that I was working at Waste Management. He was like, yo, you Sean Stone that called the Breakfast Club? You know you're famous, right? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not, brother. <laughs> I'm just a regular dude, you know what I mean? Well, salute to Cliff, man. Yeah. Right, and brother. one more thing. Uh, just JR. JR in Atlanta says that he won to challenge Nick G from Michigan. To a rap battle. Well, let's, we need to make that happen. They can do that. Good luck to them, man. <laughs> let us know who wins. Have a good one. Hello, who's this? Chris. What's your name? Chris. Chris. All right, Chris, get it off your chest, bro. Hey, man, I got a bone to pick with you, man. The other day, you're on here, fashion and Airbnb, saying that hotels are safer. But uh, that's really not true. You were saying that uh, Airbnbs use a lot of hard keys, and, you know, people can make copies. But well, we actually use digital locks, and we change the code every time a new guest will come. No, um, also a lot. That was of he was reporting a story. He was reporting a story about a couple who uh, I believe got a, a lady that got raped in the city that they were using hard keys. I said I don't use Airbnbs for myself because I like different forms of protection. The first form of protection is the lobby. Second form of protection is the elevator key to get under elevator, and the third one is my door. That's just me personally. I don't do Airbnbs. There's a lot of people that do, and that's cool. I just don't do them. Yeah, but every hotel doesn't have that. I mean, I could walk into a hotel right now, get on the elevator, and walk up to a room and knock on the door. You're right, every hotel. But the hotels that I stay at, I make sure that there is a guy at the lobby. You got to use a key to get in the elevator and the key. That's that's the ones I stay at. For, that's for my safety, though. I got you. I got you. But you was bashing us saying, you know, that we wasn't safe and all that. But I just want people to know that Airbnb are safe. It's no hard keys, you know, because you was pushing that kind of hard, my brother. But there are hard keys at, at some Airbnbs. It's Absolutely, hard. there are small nah, keys. Not the ones, not the ones that I know of. I've never came across an Airbnb with hard keys at all. And I'm a super host, man. I've been doing this for four years. Nah, there's some hard uh, keys around. I know a lot of people like that. They got to get the, the actual key to get in. But that's just me. I I I, I don't stand them. I mean, it might change, but. For me right now, I just I'm, I'm all with protection, but I got five kids. Gotcha. And I'm just saying, man. I mean, the same thing can happen at a hotel. I worked in. The, man, what are y'all arguing about, man? I'm anybody, anybody can get got anywhere. Only thing you should be able to do is, uh, hey. you know, create the proper precautions Charlotte. for yourself. Charlotte, man, I'm just making sure that he don't mess up Airbnb business, especially mine. You know. What I'm true. Saying? True. Well, say that. Man, say that, brother. Oh, I don't want that on Airbnb. There you go. Well, listen, I understand yeah, that. I just say one more thing, too. One more thing. Yeah, Hotels are terrified of Airbnb. They terrified of us, bro. They of course be. they are. They should be. Have Yo, a good sir. day, King. Same to you. Thanks.
Just call. Don't let your wounds talk, bro. Don't let your pain talk. Just call a pen and say what, what you're really upset about. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. All right, Yee's back. We got rumors on the way? Yes, T-Pain is talking about a dark period in his life. Find out why he suffered from depression and who was the person that actually kick-started that depression. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, T-Pain was talking on the Netflix series, This Is Pop, and he talked about falling into a deep depression after being told that his album messed up music forever. Here's what T-Pain had to say. He was like, man, I want to tell you something, man. He sounded real concerned. He was like, man, you kind of kind of f***ed up music. I didn't understand. Usher was my friend. <laughs> he was like, nah, man, you really like, you really f***ed up music for real singers. Literally at that point, I couldn't listen. Is he right? Did I, did I f*** this up? Did I f*** up music? And I, I don't even think I, I realized this for a long time. That's the very moment that started like a four-year depression for me. This this is a great topic of conversation because I will always respect honesty, but I think we have to remember that honesty without compassion is cruelty. You know, honesty without empathy is brutality. And that's a harsh lesson that, you know, I've had to learn in my life because you say things and in your mind you're just being honest, but then later on you find out you have traumatized an individual. And I know that wasn't Usher's intention, but I would just encourage everyone that when you're being honest, have compassion. When you're being honest, have empathy. Yeah, that's tough, man, for him to even be able to admit that. And he didn't even realize it his damn self. Mm -hmm. Like, am I depressed right now? And and I guess looking back, he's like, you know what? I really was. And, and also, that's, right. that's, that's just Usher's perspective, which I would like to hear more of, because I don't know how, you know, auto-tune would mess the game up well, for real singers. Because to me, it's about the song. You got real singers who yeah. make trash songs. You got folks with auto-tune who make dope songs. You got real singers who make dope songs. People with auto-tune who make trash songs. Saying T-Pain effed up music for real singers. I'd like to know how. Well, remember during that time, auto-tune was everything. And people that couldn't sing were making smashes and couldn't sing were using auto-tune to fix their voice. So you didn't have to sing to be a singer at that time. Yeah, but what, how does that stop real singers? If, if you're dope and you got a dope song, the real, I'm sure that if we go back to that era, mm -hmm. it was plenty of real singers who had songs all on the top of the charts. And it was people that couldn't well, sing. Well, let's be clear. Right after that, right after that, Jay Z went in also mm -hmm. with the death of auto tune and all of that. So I'm sure everybody was piling on at once too. You didn't have to be able to sing uh, at that time to make a hit. It was just you could just auto but how, tune it up. I agree, but how does that mess the game up for real singers? If a real singer still has a dope song, he would still he or she would still cut through. Because if you're a real singer, you feel like that's their way of cheating to get to where you at. So of, what? Of years. Who, cares like what who cares what everybody else People doing? People have though. a talent, a voice. They've been training their voice for years, and then all of a sudden you that got a computer shit, that can But that shouldn't you stop you. That shouldn't that should, that, sound. That's it didn't how stop you. Who cares? I bet you. I bet you. If y'all go back and look to that time, mm -hmm. there was real singers at the top of the charts. Okay, yeah, but there was a lot of people that couldn't sing. That but was at who the top cares? As well. My point is, if you're a real singer, what does it matter what everybody I'm else? I'm sure is if doing? you're a real singer, you care because you really can't sing, and you're doing exactly what I am by you getting help. I don't see how that would kill any real singers. No, career. but even real singers started using auto tune. That was like Chris Brown started using auto tune and things like that. And Chris Brown can sing his ass off. Is that what else you're saying? If that's what he's saying, I, I, I guess that's what he's saying is that that became like the popular sound of the moment, so everybody started trying to hop on it, even those who can sing. Mm, That's my interpretation. That makes sense.
All right, now let's talk about Pastor Carl Lentz and Hillsong Church. It was reported yesterday that Discovery Plus is moving forward with a three-episode docuseries focusing on the mega church. And Pastor Carl Lentz, the former Pastor Carl Lentz, it's called Breaking Hillsong. It's going to take a closer look at the controversy surrounding that church that's known for its celebrity attendees. Should be interesting to watch, I would think. Hillsong Church, Pastor Carl Lentz, and all the drama that happened with that. Are mm-hmm. All right, and congratulations to Natori Nutt, and she got her own day in New York. She posted on Instagram that she is still in awe to be recognized by Mayor Bill de Blasio and First Lady Shirley McRae with this proclamation. Here's what she had to say. And I think about my vow, my vow as an actress, as an entertainer, I am more than that. I am a living example of my ancestors' wildest dreams. I am the example of hope, endurance, inspiration a girl who rarely takes no for an answer and those who know me know how i get down all right so congratulations june 18th is officially notary Naughton day that's great Mm -hmm. all right now vin diesel has confirmed that cardi b will be back for fast and furious 10 here's what he told entertainment tonight Please tell me that we're going to get to continue a little bit of her storyline. Yes, we are. We are very much excited to evolve her character and to expand it into the finale. She made it just in time. Yeah, Justin said she's been there the whole time. This is just the first time we're seeing her. She's been around. That's very, very true. I love that, man. Sounds to me like somebody about to get their own spinoff movie. I love if they that. develop in the character like that. That well, is dope. Boy, if Barty get a spinoff movie from Fast and Furious before Tyrese, Tyrese going to have a fit. <laughs> Listen, it only makes sense. I would love to see her get her own spinoff. Absolutely. That would be amazing. She's work, she, she, right, well, she working on her own movie now. I forgot what the what was that movie she was doing with Paramount. I forgot what it mm-hmm. is. Well, that is your rumor report. Are they going to cap Fast and Furious or are they just going to keep going with it? No, I think it's 10 is the last I one. I thought there was two more. It's that finale, sure. right? Is it this one? I think it's nine and then 10, right? I can't see them stopping it, though. Like you said, spinoffs, but it just brings in too much damn money. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, and how is everybody getting COVID now? Well, they've done some studies to see uh, how these spikes in cases are happening. Who are these spreaders right now? All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go! It's time to wake up. Yeah, it's The Breakfast Club. It's going down. Angela Yee here. And did you know that the general insurance has been saving people money for nearly 60 years? That's a long time. So if you want the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford, check out The General. 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get in some front page news. Start with NBA, there were no games last night. I know TNT did say there was games last night because I went to check. I'm like, who's playing? Shazam was on. Now, for me, it was uh, some type of minion cartoon. All right, but uh, tonight, the Clippers take on the Suns, 9 p.m. The Suns lead that series. Is Chris one. Paul playing? Oh, I'm not sure. I don't, hmm. It still might be COVID protocol. I'm not sure yet. All right, what else we got, Yee? All right. Well, they're saying that kids' birthday parties may be partly to blame for increased coronavirus transmissions, according to a new study. They gathered private health insurance data from 2.9 million U.S. households. And in counties with high rates of transmissions, they said that most households were 31 percent more likely to test positive for the virus within two weeks after someone had a birthday. So Mm. if it was a child's birthday, there were 15.8 more positive coronavirus tests per 10,000 people than in households that didn't. Okay, and Chris Makes Paul sense, is out. Those... Chris Paul is out, by the way. But go ahead, you. Mm. 
All right. They're also saying there may be trouble ahead. There's a dangerous COVID-19 variant that is causing hospitalization spikes in a Missouri city. So health officials are trying to convince people who are still hesitant to get vaccinated. But they're saying it's been really tough. Uh, for people to go and get vaccinated. Now, they said the country is close to that 70%. We're at 65.4 of adults having received at least one dose, but demand and vaccination rates have declined. So experts are worried if enough of the population will be vaccinated in time to curb fall and winter surges. So does the vaccination uh, fight against the variant? Yes. Okay. Yes, it does. All right. Now, Facebook has a new clubhouse competitor that is starting to roll out in the U.S. And that's available now. It's live audio rooms and they did announce there'll be some U.S.-based public figures as well as certain groups who can start hosting rooms through this. Anybody can be invited up as a speaker with up to 50 people able to speak at once. There is no cap on the number of listeners allowed in which, you know, there is a cap at Clubhouse. They do impose room size limitations. They also have notifications when your friends or followers join a room. They have live captions. There'll be a raise a hand button if you want to join the conversation and reactions will be available to interact throughout the chat. Imagine your old last family members on Facebook arguing like they do on Clubhouse. Imagine your daddy and your uncles and your aunts and your grandmas mm-hmm. on Facebook just going at it. How's Clubhouse Facebook? doing? Uh, it seemed like it, it, it started a big, huge spark and then I don't hear nobody really talking about I it. I have anymore. no idea. I've never been on um, Treehouse ever in my life. All right. Well, I will say there's a lot of people on Facebook. Let's be clear. There's a lot of shows that are thriving on Facebook. So Mm -hmm. Facebook is also making podcasts available on the platform. And people will be able to listen to podcasts through either a mini player or a full screen player with various playback controls and the ability to listen while the screen is off. You'll also be able to find shows on specific podcast creators pages as well as in the news feed. And you can react, comment, bookmark and share your favorites as well. So they probably feel like there's so many people on Facebook. Why not? Makes perfect sense. I mean, we live in an era where you have to go where the people are. You just do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... I'll be hosting some live audio rooms as well, so make sure y'all stay tuned for that. <laughs> all right, and that is your front page news. All right, thank you, Miss E. Wagwan, brethren, all my Caribbean massive. What's the month, ye? It is Caribbean God, Heritage Month. Caribbean Heritage Month. Oh, my goodness. Okay, who we got? Yes. Who we got coming up? Spice will be joining us. Say that with some more enthusiasm. We got my you girl, say it. You say it. We got my girl Spice coming up. We got Shaggy boom, coming boom, up. You know, boom. Shaggy oh is executive producing Spice's album. I'm really excited boom, for that. Can boom, you believe boom. that this is Spice's first album? She's, she's been, been around for so long. She she's been around for a little minute. Ten, a little minute. Ten <laughs> years she's been around. So it's exciting to me. And she deserves it. Super talented. She's also on Love & Hip Hop. But I like how she represents herself on that show. And I'm really excited for her album. Both my wife, who's Jamaican, have part Jamaican, and my manager, who's full Jamaican, says, why does that Yankee still do that all the time? Why did that what? Yankee, you're a Yankee, Yankee. Tell him call me Champagne Patois. <laughs> I hate you. Man. That's my name. <laughs> I, I taken that from Drake. Champagne Patois. Oh, my good. Spice and Shaggy, when we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Some special guests. Yes. We have Spice and Shaggy. All right, that's Mod, all. mod, mod, mod. Big up, big up. Good morning. Spice be on Instagram wilding on Wilding. <laughs> My middle name, Bert Paper, Bond I be wondering if that I one just... guy, uh, that be a, 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 you got like a, a stable of dudes you just be wilding on. 
No, I just pick them from the audience when I perform. Oh, got you, got you, got I you. I look got you. in the audience for the weakest link. I can identify it. I can identify them. Okay, okay. Why do you identify a weak man? Because my want man angle them on the stage. I want to be. In, I like to be in charge. Got you, got you, got you, so, got you. Got you. Like if I was That's performing right. and was. I saw you in the audience, I would mm-hmm. just pick you. Oh Lord! What would, you do? <laughs> what would you do in that performance? <laughs> Jump and split body, my bum flick and go on. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? Now, Charlamagne doesn't like dance or Shaggy told you. It's not on, I, I, that's, that's not true. Hold, no, hold on. That's not true. It is hold true. On, it is true. I you like make fun of it. So I really want to get into this. Why you don't like it? It's not song? true. I don't dislike it. It's just that, like, growing up, I used to hear reggae and I just, I didn't get it. It's certain things I would understand, like Bob Marley. I love Bob Marley music, but it's just certain records I would hear and be like, because people love dance hall, like, go crazy. And I just was like, I don't, I don't get why y'all. It's, it's really my favorite genre so of music to listen to. So big up yourself, Angela. I know say you have sense. We spoke about this, <laughs> but I want to get down in at the nitty gritty. I'm gonna understand what do you mean you don't understand it? Because at the end of the day, I've been to Europe. They don't even speak English. They don't yeah. understand nothing and they're singing the songs word for oh, word. Oh no, people so. love it. I mean, but you know what? I love it when it's a vibe. Like when I see, you know, certain movies or you go to certain Jamaican parties, you get it then. You get it, yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. But just if you in a club and it's a crump so you set. you don't understand the lingua too much? Like no, the, what, how we, the no, way no, no, we spit, it, you don't understand because it's not standard English. Close to the English. mic, Spice. Close to the I don't mic. even you think don't it's really the understand. words. It's just that like when you, like growing up down south, when you hear a crunk set, then somebody do a reggae set. And you know everybody go crazy over the reggae. You like, man, put the crunk back on. Maybe it's just you don't like the, the rhythm. He don't like the rhythms. No, I love the rhythms. This is dope ass rhythms, man. Like here comes the boom. Oh come on. Did you just say that? That's not it. Here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. That's not dance hall. I don't know. Let me go over here for spice. I know. He's from South Carolina, so I don't think reggae was as big like being in New York. You had my dude Ricky Lee. Ricky Lee used to bring Shaggy down there all the time. You remember Ricky Lee, Raw Dog Entertainment? But I used to come out Jamaica too, and I used to be stationed in North Carolina too. I know oh, you're yeah, in South yeah. Carolina, but I used yep. to be at, at Camp Lejeune, so I used to go to South Carolina. For yeah. Too. So, yeah. No, definitely, definitely reggae was big in South yeah. Carolina. They had the music farm down there. The music farm used to have like a reggae yes. night. Yep. 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 You, you, you love hip-hop, though? Love hip-hop. But hip-hop mm-hmm. came from dancehall. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? No. I'm going with whatever like, Spice says. Yes, ma'am. No. Even right now, even right now, when you watch when you watch verses, that is all coming from dancehall. Now that like, was great. Dancehall, yeah. you know. No, she um, means the battles came the, from dancehall, not the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, whole, the whole verses, the whole verses thing is. is and he who started hip hop was a Jamaican who came to New York. Cool her, cool her, cool her. Yes. And that's how hip hop started. So you know, we're for respect and pay respect to the real genre. I definitely respect it. Yeah. But I want you to okay. like it. I want you to listen more dancehall and get a feel of it. I promise you. That's you what it is. I need to listen to more. You know what my song it. called Some Me Like It? Some Me Like It. My song. <laughs> Some Me Like It. I want you to listen to it. Oh. When you, you know. We're going to play it this nice. morning. <laughs> We're going to play no, it this, this morning. This morning. She just sucked her teeth at me so crazy. <laughs> 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 but you know what? When we when we first started on the Breakfast Club, the song "Rampin' Shop" I think was in the heaviest rotation. I know. Of any song when Angela, we first you know started. what time it is. We have to get the guy. We have to get him up to par. <laughs> Remember, I came from Jamaica, in the streets. Make him see the girl and I climb the tree and not do the things them. 
Leonard over there looking mad confused. We're going to climb some trees, Spice. I'm going to climb the trees, Spice. I'm with you. I'm going to climb the trees. You know what, though? Your song. I'm going to climb the tree. Spice, your song your song that you have right now, Go Down There with Shaggy Amazing. and Sean Paul, is my favorite song right now. It's so dope. I love that the three of y'all came together. It is really Thank like legendary, so and it's a true dance hall song. So I love to hear it. It was now, real hardcore. I thought Thank you making men don't eat poom poom now. Huh? That's not what go down there is? No, it's a dance. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. It's nasty. I didn't know. I thought that was about, I thought that was about getting you poom poom in. It's a dance. Oh, okay, my gosh. Okay. She's yeah. basically telling the girls to wine go down low to the floor. Oh, so, got you, got yeah, you. Yeah, I know you smutty and you go down there, but that's not <laughs> yeah. what we mean. Yeah. It was so not your type of go down there. So, we had Sean Paul up here the other day. Yeah. And he was mm -hmm. saying you were scared to battle him in the verses, Shaggy. Whoa. That was what? I, I Whoa. was scared, bro. Mm. Nah, it's not that. Sean Paul never said so. I lie my tail. No, nah. he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Whoa. Now, but we talked about verses, and he said at first he didn't get it, but he said, you know, now that he understands it's not a, a battle per se because he can't battle his friends, he said it's a celebration. Yeah. He said he might think about it. Would you do it with him? Um, you know, as funny, a celebration, not a bath. Funny enough, with the first verses that happened, big up to Sharon Burke, who actually Sharon Burke kind, kind of kind of made the whole thing happen between Beanie and Bounty Bounty Killer. She had approached me about it first, and I'd spoken to Sean about it, and uh, we had actually had was thinking about how we would do it and incorporate Spice at the time because we we already had this record that was lined up, mm -hmm. um, but it was heavy COVID at the time, and you know. You know, Sean. Sean also has like you know he's, he's asthmatic and stuff like that. You know, so you know he was a little you know on the fence about the whole thing. You know, and uh, so that that would happen. And of course, Sharon went with Bound to Kill him and Being a Man, which was one of the biggest verses ever, and mm -hmm. it represented the culture. And so when I looked at that one, I was it like, yo, and just how they did it, you know, yeah, Being and Bounty, how they did it, I was just like, yo, it's done. So for me, the interest to do it. Uh, after that is just to me I can't follow that. Mm. You know wow. what I'm saying? That, yeah. No man, that's Bounty, not Bounty and Bounty how they did that was mm -hmm. just it was just the it that that just kind of when you saw the type of people that logged on that night, mm -hmm. you know what yes. I mean how the whole vibe was. Mm -hmm. I don't think me Everybody and Sean could top how that is. I mean we <laughs> I know, was there. We got I there. watched it. Yeah, but you know just just they represented really really nah, well. Nah, people would love did. to see you and Sean. Paul. Nah, I'm I sure they would, but just for me, just for me as an artist. Legendary hip hop artists, legendary R and B artists. What yeah. we need more, I think, legendary <laughs> dancehall artists to do that as well. Definitely. Yeah. But shout out, shout out to Swiss and and and, and Tim also because Definitely I I love the whole vibe of it and mm -hmm. what they was doing and you know I mean it it does come from Clash Business in Jamaica. So Sean was right on that that it comes from that. But how they're doing it is really on a, a friendship and a harmony mm -hmm. base. And right. I, it, I love you know, there's no that. beef and all that. It's just really right. entertainment for everybody else. So, you know, I mean, I'm sure Sean would consider if he, if he feels, you know, like he's open to it or whatnot. But, you know, um, just me on a personal, I'm telling you from me, what they did was just so amazing. I would watch, I would, what they should is rerun that. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was, that was my favorite one. I think that was, was my favorite, favorite one. Yeah, it was my yeah, favorite Yeah, it was a lot of um, people's favorite. was mine as well. All right, we got more with Spice and Shaggy. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Shaggy and Spice. How did you look up with people. Spice? Because, I mean, you, you are on a, a bunch of stuff with Spice and... 
you've really been receptive to a lot of the younger artists. So how did you and Spice get together? I never, I, I, I never done a record with Spice. Spice actually my hit first me up. Time. Spice mm -hmm. hit me up in my DM, yo. I said, yeah, I did a record. I was just like, listen, you know, I need to do a song with Shaggy. Yeah. So I sent him a DM. I never had his number at the time. So yeah. I sent him a DM and I said, you check this because I want to yeah. do a song with you. <laughs> yeah. I want to do a song with you. So um, that's where it started from. Yeah. And um. Funny enough, him not use Instagram, so I don't know how he saw that DM because him not really. I don't answer a lot of it, but I, I'll go through stuff because there's promotional stuff that mm -hmm. we we still do. Right. You know, get the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then so I I, I saw it and then I hit her up and um, I started, I said, yeah, I'll do a record with you. But then I started to research what type of record I would do for her and how I'd write it or whatnot. And mm -hmm. then I realized that she didn't have a body of work. Never she done just, an album. Before. She never did an album. Wow. So I called her. Yeah. I was like, "Have you ever done an album? Because you got a great fan base. You're the queen of this thing. I don't understand." And she's like, "Yeah, she's been having problem with the but record let's take company." Problem. I put pan him shoulder. I said, "All right, Charlie, like for your ox. Here it is." Mm -hmm. and I, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying right now. I know exactly what she's saying. She said she took all her problems and put them on Shaggy's shoulder. Yeah. That's right. I understand the feeling, and it's the hand signals. Yeah. I understood it all. Yes. Yeah. So, so at that point, I just got in touch with uh, with the record. I said, you know, I could help, so I went ahead and got in touch with the the record company and talked to Randy and and uh, and Chris and just say, hey, let's get to the table and see how we could sort our deal out because she's been there for like ten years and it was really Eesh. toxic between yep. both of them. And the name of my album is Ten because of that ten because years, there, yeah. and it drops mm -hmm. on July the thirtieth. So right. that's the name of the album. Yeah. So I just I just tried to sort it out and just say how we could create a win win situation for everybody, and they were receptive to it and. We, you know, we got everything, and uh, you know, I said I will, you know, executive produce the album and produce wow. it. Wow! Yes. <laughs> well, Spice, Spice, what was the problems with the label? Then let's flash Word. back to that for a second, because I know at one point were you trying to sue, and as hard as you do work, what were the issues? <laughs> um, let me take a drink. <laughs> I was going to ask the same thing. Ten years is a long time. Oh, what, does the, what does the label even tell you? As she sips her water right now. He almost let me feed the water. Um, you know, I think the issue um, that we were having, I don't even know how to explain it. I think we need to have someone from, where's Neil Diamond? I need to, someone from VP to explain it because no, the problem was I couldn't even understand it. So when they explained to me that, oh, we did a body of work and we need to get clearance and certain paperwork is difficult and da, da, da. I don't want to hear. I, I, I just went blank. I can't understand why it's taking so long. Ten years is a long time, as I said. That's a decade. So it's like, as an emotional woman, I just stopped corresponding. I'm like, all right. I think and I just I, start putting out my own projects. I start becoming my own producer. I start doing right. everything by myself. I just shut down because I'm I'm just at a point where I'm like, I don't understand even when they explain it. Mm -hmm. Ten years is long. So mm -hmm. we, we just never saw eye to eye. And I just started doing my own productions, putting out my own music, promoting myself on Instagram. And um, I think the relationship just was... I think it's a, I think it's a communication problem that was going on. She was representing herself. And it's hard. You have an attorney back then. She, I got some attorneys, but she, I guess Shaggy, in, a, in her Shaggy initial have more money, so I'm a better attorney. Let's see. <laughs> <you. laughs> in the initial, Angela, in the Angela. initial, in the initial stage of her deal. All right, I don't think she had proper representation. Yeah, I, I, I first let me say she was young. She I was, was young when, was I, when young. I signed the deal. Mm -hmm. So um, and it wasn't a, it wasn't that. a very good deal. Got gotcha. you. And and so we went in there and just kind of restructured, but. 
in fairness, the VP, they were willing to come to the table because they realized her value at the same time. Gotcha. And what happened with all the records that she was doing, she was just she just took her own career in her hand. So kudos to her to get herself to this level. She did that on her own with no manager, no nothing, just did everything. But all those records under the contract, you know, they had rights to because she was under that contract. So, the, you know, in, in speaking to them, it was like, okay, you guys already have these body of work. You know, why don't you come in and do uh, a, a record with her and get the best out of her and just restructure the deal, you know, I and mean, make it right. And they were willing to come in and do all that. And we just went in and just, you know, work the deal points out and get it and put her in a better position right now. And the truth it, is, I think Shaggy has a secret of what he told them, because I don't know what different team <laughs> tell them what that way I've been saying for 10 years. Well, it's, so, sh it's Shaggy. You know, yeah, that's what it is. You know what I mean? No, seriously, it's, it's Shaggy. It's Shaggy. It means it means a lot coming from from Shaggy. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is? Um, we 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 explained. We there's a, there's an old saying: if it's not a win-win, it's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. So you really have to come up with a win-win situation that everybody, every all parties are okay with. Mm -hmm. And she had a win-win right. situation in it. They had a win situation in it, and all of us could actually go out. And I I was happy to be involved in it that I could make it move forward gotcha. and they were open to the whole thing so it's really just communication and sitting down there and having these deals you know these conversations so big up to to chris chin at uh, the initial randy deal chin. randy and neil diamond big who was up actually neil diamond, who was in richard who's working richard as yeah well. who was in the in the initial meeting with us to get everything so, going question is, is vp the, the end all be all for dance hall artists is there nowhere else for dance hall they artists are the biggest um Record company for dancehall. I think they're music. important, and this is, mm -hmm. this is why this project is so important, and this is why we had to do it like that. Is is you look at you look at Godongda, for instance. If we had done, say, for instance, uh, the song with Bujo and Khaled and everybody that that is out, mm -hmm. if that record had happened and, and become a massive, massive number one hit, you'd hear, oh, it's the Khaled factor. Mm -hmm. If if the Skilly Ben record had blown up, you'd hear it's the Nicki factor. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this has been going on over and over and over again for dancehall. We needed a, a record that the factor was was dancehall. So yeah, Dance Shaggy, mm -hmm. Sean, yep. Spice, three Jamaican, three dancehall artists. The video director, the video is doing incredibly well, is Jay Will, mm -hmm. a Jamaican video director, and the record company is a Jamaican record company. For right. us to have a, a, a you know a better part of the market share and have some clout in this game. We had to do this on our own. Definitely. So this was important for us to, to do mm -hmm. on yep. our own. Definitely. That's why we're going for everywhere. That's why we're on, on the Breakfast Club. We're getting all the yeah. top platform because we have to send a message. Because there's so many things that take from this genre. You're looking at hip-hop. You're looking at um, reggaeton. You're looking at Afrobeat. That all comes from this. But yet still, dance all is 6% of the market share. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So we're to me, I look at it as a crisis that we we literally have to come together. Culturally, to we're this. we're strong. Everybody mm -hmm. comes from our, everything that you see. Katy Perry is doing and and Lady Gaga yep. or Dance or all. or Doja Cat that comes from Grace Jones, right? Mm -hmm. And it's and is magnified mm -hmm. through dancehall. Right. Mm -hmm. and I, look at this. Definitely. This is this has been going Dance on in dancehall for and years. And I used to get offended when you I know? come to America and people used to say, "Oh, I'm following like you know the 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 the, the girls here that does." Hip hop. I didn't want to call no name, but I'm like, no, this is my culture. Yeah, this mm -hmm. is dance Colored wigs and all of that. This is dancehall. I'm dancehall. But when I started doing love and hip hop and I have my blue hair, they're like, oh, she trying to be, you know, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. call names. And I'm like, no, I'm a school or no. This is dancehall. Yeah. And I think the younger generation, especially, don't really understand dancehall and Jamaican and the culture and where music on a whole is, is coming from, where it's birthed.
Yeah. But a lot of the people that you said have Caribbean roots, whether it's uh, Foxy yes. Brown oh, or definitely. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Exactly. Oh, like definitely. Roots, so Rihanna, they, all of Rihanna, them have yeah. um, Caribbean roots. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's true. But the thing with me you now as a dancehall Jamaican artist, when I come out, like example, on the forefront in America, because most people may not know me like a Rihanna or a Nicki Minaj, then they say I'm following gotcha. mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I am really yeah. from the original She's from the root. You're from the root. Yeah. Yes. So we had we had to get those numbers up, you know what I mean? And to me, the best person to actually lead this was Spice. All right, well, don't move. We got more with Shaggy and Spice when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Shaggy and Spice. Now, Shaggy, it wasn't me. That song doesn't go away, huh? How? <laughs> just, a, just a ballpark. I mean, I'm just curious because every year I'm like, okay, I seen a commercial. It wasn't me. Cool. Then it's another commercial. Yeah. And then it's another commercial. Longevity. Another Super so what you going to ask, how much it's worth? Yeah, I wanted to say how much it gets a year. I don't want to say how much it's worth. Royalties and publishing. A few million easy. I'm just curious. A few million easy. that record bring? Just easy a few million. You know what? Um, people go through a whole career and not even have one of those, bro. Correct. Yep. You know, I've I've been looking to have um, a record that is that massive, but I but I've also had a couple more that were really, 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 really massive. Also, you know, what I mean, um, it's just one of those songs that's just. It's funny that when when Hot Shot was out, the biggest record for me was Angel. Mm-hmm. Angel was the biggest selling record, mm-hmm. the biggest played record. Mm-hmm. At one point, it was in the Guinness Book of world record for the most pop played record mm-hmm. you know but over time and that's before streaming this is before streaming yeah, yeah, yeah. actual records because we were selling I mean the thing you know, we were moving numbers like NSYNC and Britney Spears and all of these numbers mm-hmm. when we was dance hall so you have to meet we broke we broke that barrier because there no, there's no record company that was going to sit down at the table on on Tuesday and be like, okay, right, what are we going to spend on the dancehall guy? I mean, there's, mm-hmm. the numbers weren't there to match it. Mm-hmm. But with that record and that album, it became that. So it wasn't me. It's one of those records. I, I think because it's so relatable. Mm-hmm. That's why I said when we're writing <laughs> records, you got to write songs that are that is very relatable. Mm-hmm. You know, and then people, it's, 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 people think that <clears throat> it's the cheating song. It's really an anti-cheating song, Angela. <laughs> because he, it really wasn't him. It really, it really yeah. was, right. And at the end, it says, I'm going to tell her that. Well, the I'm problem sorry is the, the, the things that I've caused, you might think that you're a player, but you're completely lost. Mm-hmm. So it's not really condoning cheating. Yeah. It's really, but everybody look at me, it's like, oh, Shaggy, he's the ultimate cheater. Oh my God, he's this. this well, oh, he represents this whole shit. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm the, like, the yo, the song I is the, relatable because guys do that, right? Because oh, absolutely. Let's guys. talk about That's why Angela. it's relatable. Absolutely. It is very relatable. It wasn't me. It, it was him. I feel stupid. <laughs> like he, was him. <laughs> he got away with it. That's all. He got away with it. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> how, how do y'all feel about the evolution of dance hall? Hmm. Okay. Um. I think that we're dance hall. The beat, the beat of it, and you're a DJ, so you're gonna the beat of dance hall. There's certain things that because I I live it every day, and I'm. Mm-hmm. If you ask the average DJ that's on a global scale mm-hmm. what kind of dancehall will move a party, they're going to tell you it's 90s dancehall. All day. Okay. Yeah. So, and the difference between current dancehall and 90s dancehall is the beat. Right. So, we've actually tried to fix something that wasn't broken. Mm. Yep. Do you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, reggaeton 
which comes from dance. So if you listen to reggaeton, which is a billion dollar industry, mm-hmm. all right, uh, or genre, I should say, they're still on that dance hall beat. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. The beat itself, the reggaeton beat is called Dembo. Dembo, yep. yep. That comes from Shabaran's yep. Dembo. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And they're still on that, and it's a billion dollar and they're right um, genre. It. Afrobeat is kind of a spinoff. In, in Africa, I used to go to Africa and play the stadiums mm-hmm. every year. It was just like a clockwork. You know, Uganda, Kenya, Tanzania, you know, the Congos, stadiums, out the backs. Most of African, um, what was played in Africa at the time as their, their, their main music was dancehall. So Afrobeat is kind of from dancehall. Absolutely. You know, and it's in, in, inspired by it, hip-hop, whatever it is. The beat itself, they've taken the dance out of dancehall. If you listen to the new dancehall now, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think the dance of dancehall is what was really appealing to people. And if you look at the streaming numbers, the 90s dancehall is still streaming better than the current dancehall. Mm-hmm. So it's not me Which knocking is, the new generation of right. it because I, I, I collaborate with a lot of these new guys and, and I like a lot of them. And I think what they're doing, they are the, they are the future. But I need to let them understand what the marketplace is. About. You know what I wanted to ask you guys about the music though? Because one thing I do love about dancehall is that it is real nasty. Like some of the songs could be real nasty and gritty. You know, I have a podcast lip service, so it's fun for me. But with this whole climate today, do you feel like the lyrics can't be the same as they used to be, where it was just like you singing it and then you're like, wait a minute, what are we talking about here? Or do you think that we still could do that in dance hall? That's your question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we still can do it um, in dance hall with or without lewd lyrics. I mean, I personally used to do a lot of lewd lyrics because that's what worked for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to just stick with what's working for me. But I think mm-hmm. I got open to like when even I did Friends and how it was well received. So for me, I feel like whether you do lewd lyrics or not, it's, it still has a place. And I think the diversity has shown, shown us that. So you can step outside of the box sometimes because Jamaican feel like we have to do hardcore, aggressive music sometimes for it to be a banger. But that's not it. it it's a it. double standard. And I've, I've encountered this since dealing with Spice. Okay, Spice, people will judge her because she might do these the really lyrics. raw lyrics. And I'll have corporate entities, even in Jamaica, who don't want to touch her. Wow. So she went ahead and did like a, a sponsorship with Magnum because they're yeah. about that kind of right. life, right? Right. But it was not even when I says, you know, because it wasn't the greatest of deal, but you know, but uh, but she's like, <laughs> exactly. she's at that time, you know, but yeah. she she is like. Okay, I did this because I wanted to show corporate. And since she went with them, their numbers were tripled. Mm. Magnum? Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Magnum Tonic Wine. Out of wine. Jamaica, yes. Only thing I did. So there's all these, all these little <laughs> guys with Magnums out there? Yeah. So she and, and, and Right now we have a Magnum Go Down the Challenge. She They're got the challenge. giving away a million dollars <laughs> and everybody's just whining with a but Magnum. The thing, yeah, but the point I was trying to make with this is that based on her doing that, she showed the corporate entity, in, 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 especially in Jamaica, that she was bankable. Gotcha. That she could that she could move that. Let's get into this record. I, you want to well, oh, wait, one more question. One more question. Spice. One more question. Is Vibes Cartel on the album? A little bit. <laughs> what? A little bit. I'm no. No, he's not. He's not on the. He's not on the album. Why you had to look at Shaggy? Because no. me want to see, see if he got um if you if I should let the out of the bag because <laughs> let the what the out of the bag. She wanted to see out of the bag. 
Get out of the back. This guy is crazy, man. This guy. Goodness gracious. That is hilarious. No, no, but let me add. Let me let me add. It's not it's not because we didn't want to do anything. It's just that the vibe that we were going, like we said, we had 30 songs and we just made 30 songs. You know, and then we put this record out. We knew we had a really strong single. And the but I wanted him out. on the album. But she did. Mm-hmm. Um, of and course, I, was, I think I was it's open in, to he's it, incarcerated as well. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of makes it difficult. So, yeah. you know, I'm a Gaza nation, but yeah. So let's jump into the record. Let's go. And when the album come out? July, July 30th. 30th. July 30th. Okay, you got to come back before then. Definitely. Yeah. Thank right. you so much. And, you that's an invitation. I had an invitation. Whoa, Leonard. That's an invitation, Leonard. Wait, 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 you just invited a dancer artist back yes, on air. Thank you, Leonard. Right. He's opening up a little bit. Maybe one day. No, maybe one day you'll be a fan. Maybe one day. I'm not. I'm, I'm, one I'm, day I'm, when I come back, you'll tell me, Spice. I listen to your album. I am. Can you tell me to stop saying Guan to everybody that walks in the room? I'm not even Caribbean. I didn't know. This guy. Oh, let's go. Let's introduce this record. So, all right, go down there. The big top record, number one reggae dancehall song right now. Of course, from me, your girl Spice, the queen of dancehall. Our two legends, Shaggy and Sean Paul. Ladies, get your knee ready mm. for wine and go down there. Right, yes, sir. What's she said? She said, ladies, get your knees ready. The wine down there. Yes! She said it's yes! the summer song. Yes! It's Spice, it's Shaggy, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. That was Spice, Shaggy, and Shauna Paul. Wagwan, brethren. Oh All my Caribbean massive. I hope you Go enjoy. But anyway, that's right. That's right. That's all you got. That's all. all right. That's right. I don't even know what she said. I go, just, she that's said, right. Go down there. And you that's said, the name of the song. Oh, okay. I didn't even hear what she said. All right. Let's get to the rumors. Right. Let's talk. Shut your little mouth. <laughs> this is the rumor report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Woo! Well, there was a conversation that Trick Daddy was having on a panel, and one of the things that he was talking about was Beyonce and Jay-Z. Now, for some reason, Trick Daddy feels like Beyonce can't really sing, and Jay-Z's not as great as people say he is. Uh, Here is Trick Daddy talking about Beyonce. Beyonce mm-hmm. with her because she see money. Beyonce ain't trying to give back the music and that. Beyonce don't write music, and Betty could sing her mother. So Beyonce can't sing. Beyonce is to R&B what Jay-Z is to New York. That's why they're together. What? Huh? Oh, you cannot tell me Beyonce can't sing. Beyonce can sing. Yeah, uh, Beyonce can sing, and she does write. And I mean, she, and, and, yes, and, and she, she colla- does write. And she collaborates with other writers, and other people write songs for her. What's wrong and with she that? She works super hard. I think we've seen a lot of stuff behind the scenes of Beyonce at this point to see how much she goes through to be a perfectionist. Now, here is what else Trick Daddy had to say about Jay Z. Jay Z ain't never won the greatest rapper alive. New York lost big. They needed a hero. They wanted to be the mega of, of, of hip hop. And they just handed it over to Jay-Z. Y'all got to remember, Jay-Z changed his name three, four times. First time y'all ever heard of Jay-Z, he got on a record with some from down south called Big Pippin. You'll go Google and he'll say, yeah, it's Jay-Z song. But they ain't going to tell you, Jay-Z bought the mother song after the bitch got beat. And at that time, what East Coast came and got a from the south to do a record with him, man? Uh, I love Trick. That was not the first time we heard of Jay-Z. Yeah, I love Trick, but he's absolutely positively wrong. He's wrong. Like, yeah. J- Jay-Z is uh, objectively the best rapper alive. You know, my favorite rapper of, of all time is Ghostface. 
Jay-Z would be number two. But objectively, yeah, you got to put him at number one. And who hasn't put him at number one? I, I, <laughs> He's been I number know. one on so many people's lists forever. I, and the only name I know of Jay-Z is Jay-Z. I, I didn't know him. He didn't change his name. Do y'all know him well, I think he name? mean like the aliases, like Jigga, Hove. Um, what else? What else? He what never else? changed his name. He didn't change his name. He was always, yeah. he was always Jay-Z. I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but yeah, Trick, in my opinion, is absolutely wrong on that one. <laughs> yeah, your opinion or his opinion is that his opinion, opinion is, is wrong. wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yes. All right, and Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson have broken up again, according to friends of the former couple. They told Page Six, they're getting along, there's no drama, everything is amicable, and they are on the same page with co-parenting. Now, allegedly, he was spotted entering a room with three women at a Bel Air birthday party on Friday. He emerged 30 minutes later looking disheveled. Just one day after dining with with uh, Chloe and True, his daughter. So they said he went into one of the party rooms where everybody goes to hook up. And he was with three women and another guy. One of the girls he was with is a regular partier. She's always out and about at parties, according to a source. They said the other girls have just started going out with this group. He did this in front of about 30 people. So you could hear people talking. They said he was in the room with the door closed for at least 30 minutes before he reemerged. That's when his shirt looked all pressed and when he went in and his shirt was a mess and disheveled when he came out. <laughs> there <laughs> Everybody quiet now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, because black men don't cheat, and I don't understand why they just throwing this lie out there. Well, he's that. from Canada, so I don't know. have to do with anything. I don't know. I just but want to throw you know, that out if there. they are bro- if they are broken up, it is what it is, right? If Goodness they're broken gracious. up, just, and that just, is your rumor. It's report. It's just a rumor report. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay? Allegedly, that's what that was—a rumor. All and right? he did respond. He put a um on Twitter. He put all caps. I believe him. I believe him too. Cap, 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 I believe cap, you, cap, Tristan. Cap. Would you okay. Put, cap, cap, Would you put your cap. life on it for him? No. <laughs> but I believe you. Okay. All right. Thank you for that rumor, Paul. We're giving you donkey, too. Speaking of niggas we can't believe, oh, we boy. need Ronnie O'Neill to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with him. Okay? Goodness gracious. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Don't let weak hair hold you back. Carol's Daughter's Goddess Strength Collection supports hair as it gets longer for hair that's 15 times stronger after one use. Available at carolsdaughter.com and your local retailer. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Wow, donkey of the day for Tuesday, June 22nd goes to Ronnie O'Neill. It honestly just dawned on me this morning that Ronnie O'Neill is from Florida. I should have known. I should have known. I should have known. What does your Uncle Charla always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the the Bronx and all of Florida. But Florida, I can't blame this one on y'all. This is a lot deeper than being from Florida. Okay, to be honest with you, I really believe Ronnie O'Neill is a villain in the new Boondocks cartoon. Okay, Aaron Magruder had to write this. Like, if there was a multiverse for the Boondocks, Ronnie O'Neill might be an evil variant version of Riley Freeman. Wait a minute, Uncle Charlotte. Who the hell is Ronnie O'Neill? Okay, you're right. Let me not assume everyone knows. Ronnie O'Neill is the human who acted as his own attorney in his double murder trial. He was accused of killing his 33-year-old girlfriend, Kenyatta Barron, and their disabled 9-year-old daughter, Ron 
Nabia O'Neill. R.I.P. to both of them, and I'm sending condolences and healing energy to their families. If you need a refresher on the situation, let's go to WTSP 10 Tampa Bay for the report, please. Opening statements are underway in the murder case against Ronnie O'Neill III. He's the Riverview man accused of killing his girlfriend and their nine-year-old daughter three years ago. O'Neill is taking an unusual stance of representing himself in court, so here's some of what he had to say to the jury. I'm pleading not guilty to the charges of premeditated murder. They didn't want you to know the truth. We're going to see who the liars are before it's all said and done. Mark my word. There is a public defender on standby if he does change his mind. He faces the death penalty if convicted. Uh, He's going to die. Uh, Ronnie O'Neill was accusing prosecutors of fabricating evidence. Fabricating evidence. Hmm. <clears throat> Ronnie O'Neill was charged with two counts of first degree murder. Uh, a count of attempted first-degree murder, two counts of aggravated child abuse, and a count of resisting a law enforcement officer without violence. Now, if someone, you know, kills two people and stabs another, because Ronnie also stabbed his eight-year-old son, who, thank God, survived, if police come over and see all this chaos, how could they possibly fabricate evidence? Now, I know Ronnie O'Neill is claiming his girlfriend killed his, his daughter and tried to kill his son. That's why he killed her. But we always have to remember in life, a lie ain't nothing to tell. If a bold-faced lie was a person, it would be Ronnie O'Neill III. And see, the thing about a lie is when you tell one lie, it leads to another. So you tell two lies to cover each other. Then you tell three lies. And, oh, brother, first lie he told was that his girlfriend killed his daughter and stabbed his son. Well, his son took the stand and had to relive that trauma. Listen. How you doing, Ronnie? Good. Good to see you, man. Did you see me shoot your mom? No. Did I hurt you that night of this incident? Yes. I did. And how did I hurt you? You stabbed me. Lord have mercy. Damn it, man. So you tell four lies to try to protect you. Then you tell five lies so folks won't suspect you. Then you tell six lies and you'll collect a life filled with worries and fears. Because you can't remember how many lies you've told and half the things you say aren't true. And sometimes you'll slip up, you'll trip up, and then whatever will become of you. Well, what will become of Ronnie O'Neill III? Let's go to WFLA NBC 8 for the report, please. It took just more than four hours for a Tampa jury to decide Ronnie O'Neill is guilty of killing his girlfriend and his own daughter, as well as stabbing and setting fire to his son. O'Neill represented himself throughout the guilt phase of the trial and may do so during the penalty phase as well. The defendant is guilty of first-degree murder, premeditated murder, and felony murder. During his closing argument, O'Neill admitted guilt in one of the killings. I did kill Kenyatta Van. But I want you to tell it like it is if you're going to tell it. O'Neill told jurors he did kill his girlfriend, but only because she <clears throat> murdered their daughter and tried to kill their son. Mm, you don't know mm, mm, mm. what happened to my daughter. I know what happened to my daughter, and that's why Kenyatta Barron is dead. The judge complimented mm. O'Neill on his performance. And I have to tell you, I think in another lifetime, you would have been an excellent lawyer. Four hours. It only took George four hours. Only reason I think it took that long is because they were in there discussing the audacity, the unmitigated gall of Ronnie O'Neill III to get up there and represent himself. So you lie and lie without even trying, and each lie you tell will keep multiplying until the whole wide world will know you're lying. Then you'll be suspected, detected, rejected, neglected, disliked, and you should. When you lie, you're closing the door on everything good. Ronnie O'Neill III, what the hell were you doing? 
Why were you up there playing? What was the point? What was you trying to prove? There was absolutely no reason for you to be up there representing yourself other than for your own sick, personal entertainment. I've been trying to make sense of this and I keep stopping myself to remind myself, stop attempting to make sense of the senseless. There is no logic in the illogical. I can't blame this on Florida. I keep trying to wrap my mind around what this is and all I hear in my head is my love Stephanie Mills saying Niggas, niggas. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Please let Remy Ma give Ronnie O'Neal the third the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? His poor son, man. <sighs> his poor son. His poor son is going to need a lifetime, a lifetime mm. of therapy. Okay? Mm. You know how much work it's going to take to get the trauma out of that young man's body? Come on, man. All right. I just want to give him a hug. I felt so bad having to listen to him have to testify mm, 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 and mm, answer mm, questions. Because mm. Ronnie O'Neal want to play. Because mm, mm, mm. Ronnie O'Neal III want to play. All right. All right, well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, let's open up the phone lines, 800-585-1051. Now, T-Pain talks about uh, a time when he got very sad because Usher said this. He was like, man, I want to tell you something, man. He sounded real concerned. He was like, man, you kind of kind of up music. I didn't understand. Usher was my friend. He was like, nah, man, you really like, you really up music for real singers. Literally at that point, I couldn't listen. Is he right? Did I, did I this up? Did I up music? And I, was, I don't even think I, I realized this for a long time. That's the very moment that started like a four year depression for me. You know, I said this earlier, I will always respect honesty, but I think we have to remember that honesty without compassion is cruelty. Honesty without empathy is brutality. And it's a harsh lesson that we've all had to learn in our life. So I know that there's a lot of people out there who, like myself, have, you know, been being honest, but didn't weren't honest with compassion. And we've caused somebody that kind of trauma that uh, T-Pain went through. So what is the question? When have you been honest, but you were honest without compassion? All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. When have you been honest, but honest without compassion? And traumatize somebody like Usher did T-Pain. All right. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about a conversation that Usher and T-Pain had. Uh, here it goes. He was like, man, I want to tell you something, man. He sounded real concerned. He was like, man, you kind of kind of f***ed up music. I didn't understand. Usher was my friend. He was like, nah, man, you really like, you really f***ed up music for real singers. Literally at that point, I couldn't listen. Is he right? Did I, did I f*** this up? Did I f*** up music? And I, was, I don't even think I, I realized this for a long time. That's the very moment that started like a four-year depression for me. So we're asking 800-585-1051. We're talking about uh, being honest, but being compassionate. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at that. Uh, I'm not. I think that with my friends, the one thing they like about coming to me when they ask me things is that I am going to be compassionate, but I'll tell them how I really feel, but I'll say it in a way where I'm not judging them or making them feel terrible about themselves. Yeah, I have a, 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 a small group of friends that I trust, 
that when they come to me, they're not compassionate at all. They don't. They, it's pretty much f your feelings. <laughs> but I, I appreciate that because I know that when they're coming to me, they're coming to me out of compassion. It's not going to be the nicest. They ain't going to say it. Hey, no, they're going to be real, and I, I, I respect that. I'd rather them be real with me because if not, this world is going to be real with me. So I'd rather my friends do it and tell me beforehand if they see something, if I'm slipping, if I'm acting up, if I'm not doing something right, if I'm moving in the wrong direction. And the main part of that, <clears> the main <throat> person with that is my wife. My wife. You can't be real and compassionate at the same time. Some, sometimes you can, but sometimes when you, sometimes even for myself, you need to be blatantly real for me to understand. Because sometimes when you're too compassionate, I, I might not listen. But when you straight up and down, nigga, you effing up. Well, I, I, think, I get it. I think this is this is Leonard McKelvey talking. You I think you are. I think you can be straight up and down, you know, with compassion, you know, because like I said earlier, honesty without compassion is cruelty. I mean, that's why they call it being brutally honest. It's exactly that. It's brutality, you know, when you're honest without compassion, you know, when you're honest without empathy. It is cruelty. It's brutality. And my whole life, my mother would tell me and my dad we didn't know how to talk to people. But I got that brutally honest stuff from my father. But over the years, I've had friends, like actual friends who I consider my family, my sisters, my brothers who've told me I hurt their feelings with something I said. And in my mind, I was just being brutally honest. But the moment that really changed me was some years ago when my oldest daughter was at track practice and she was doing the long jump. She'd never done the, done the long jump before. It was practice. It was her first time ever doing it. And she did it. And I just blurted out, that was horrible. And she burst into tears. And that cut me so deep. Even just thinking about it now, it hurts. So that's when I realized you have to, you know, you can be honest but you yeah. have to be honest with compassion. So I think that life experience with my daughter, but also doing the work on myself, you know, going to therapy, you know, getting to my own place of healing. So where I don't speak with my wounds, I don't speak with my hurt, I don't speak with my pain, but I speak with real love. I think that's what uh, well, that's what got me to a better place. The fact that you did, did that to your daughter is crazy that your daughter did that. You, that was horrible. Mm -hmm. Goodness gracious. You never talked to your kids like that? Of Tell course you that have. Something was horrible. Me and my son got into it one time. He was upset with me because when he was playing football, I told him all the bad things that he did and not the good things. But mm -hmm. I did that because I was saying, I want you to fix the bad things that you're doing. I didn't know that I needed to have compassion and be like, no, you're doing your thing. Like, you're doing this, but you need to cut this way. Or I don't think that's compassion, though. I, don't, I, I think what, I, what you're doing, I, I, don't, I don't know what you call that when you give somebody a compliment and it's then you tell sandwich. them what they did. What do they call it? The compliment sandwich. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about I can be honest with a person. But you just gotta have some compassion with it. Cause if I just when I when I jump out and I be like, Envy, you gotta hump back. Right. That's just brutality. You know what it I'm is. saying? But if I say Envy, nice. if I say if I say Envy, yo, I, I think you should fix your posture, brother. You know what I'm saying? It looks like you have a hump back the way you sit. That's that's compassion. But it, but that's, and some that and sometimes me. you're saying things and it's and you can say things that are true, but it's how you say it. A hundred percent. And listen, I'm, I know I've been the worst at that throughout my life, especially, you know, on this goddamn radio. But that's just because you're, I, I, I was being honest with no compassion. I was being honest with no empathy. So that is brutality. Yeah, that, that is cruelty. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not brutal. You're brutal. I'm not brutal. That's not true. You, you, are, you just said two things. You said your daughter was horrible jumping. Yeah, but you're, 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 envy, envy. How old was she Envy, I'm not going to go back in time because I don't want any of us to be pulling up old stuff. But you brutal, bro. You right. got on this goddamn radio. Right. Angela, you remember that one time? There was a million times. No, no, but remember that one time where the, uh, the woman got mad at Envy? Oh, yeah, I got a fire. Which time? 
when he got her fired. Got fired. Yeah, the one that was calling him an F boy. And you remember what Envy came on his radio and said? What yeah, I say? Actually, Envy gets very spicy when people kind of test him a little bit. I or get say spicy. Anything you come in my neck, I come at your neck three times. But that, worse. which you had honesty. Yeah. With, I mean, with zero. I mean, when I say zero compassion, yeah, you had zero compassion. My whole thing is, you can't, you can't go at me, and then when I go at you, be like, you went too far. All that, she said was, you didn't temper, you rich bastard. She, okay. didn't say, she didn't say that. She That's exactly further. what it was. She went a little further. But my whole thing is, you okay. Looks like I looks like I'm the most compassionate one here. If you I don't believe me, that either. If you attack me, I'm attack you back harder. That's all. Don't don't come at me with a, with a, with a knife, and then when I come with a gun, it's like, oh, you went too far. No, I didn't. You started it. I was minding my business. All I'm saying is, honesty without compassion is cruelty. Honesty without empathy is brutality. Because even in that situation with T Pain and Usher, Usher didn't tell T Pain why. <laughs> you just f***ed up music. Like what? Hello, who's this? Hi, uh, can I keep my name? Hi. Anonymous? Yes, even all though right. you're on the radio and nobody can see you, you <laughs> could just tell us any name. Yeah, you could have made up any name, but go ahead, bro. All right, all right. My name Y'all is are Peter. brutal. <laughs> all right, Peter. <laughs> my name is Peter. So, I've always been told my whole life that it's not what I say, it's the way I say it. So, mm -hmm. um, my mom, she actually has, she's been very sick. She has cancer and everything like that. So, she was trying to make herself, you know, look pretty. She had gotten a wig, uh, you know, some contact lenses, some great contact lenses, you know, to lift her spirits. I'm the kind of guy that likes women, like, all natural. I, li I like natural beauty. Oh, my goodness. Your mother has cancer! I know. I know. And um, I sat here and I told her, I, I said, I'm sorry to tell you my, I think that looks stupid. Oh, my goodness. You know, Bruh. Oh, oh my goodness, bruh, bruh. Oh my goodness, bruh. Come on, man. Your mother has cancer. You're naturally beautiful. Oh my You don't need those things, but I I understand. You told your mom I'm wearing a bag. Do you really think she cared about her looks at a time like that, sir? No, not at all. So why would you even bring that up? Exactly. I'm gonna be brutally. I'm gonna be brutally mean to you. Honesty without compassion is brutality. Goodness gracious. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. That you know me and you with that. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about a conversation with Usher and T-Pain. Uh, this is what Usher said to T-Pain. He was like, man, I want to tell you something, man. He sounded real concerned. He was like, man, you kind of kind of f***ed up music. I didn't understand. Usher was my friend. He was like, nah, man, you really, like, you really f***ed up music for real singers. Literally at that point, I couldn't listen. Is he right? Did I, did I f*** this up? Did I f*** up music? And I, was, I don't even think I, I realized this for a long time. That's the very moment that started like a four-year depression for me. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Are you honest uh, without compassion? Or do you have compassion when you're being honest? Uh, also, shout out to Natina. Natina is somebody we talk about. She works for Def Jam. She's an executive <laughs> Def Jam. About. She's a friend of mine. We, we speak about her a lot on the program. She's brutally honest when it comes to me. She will tell me stuff that I'd be like, God damn, Natina, do you have to tell me like that? She's but Natina's somebody who I've heard her feelings. Have you? Yes. By accident. <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? 
I know what you said. Let's not let's not take this trip down memory no. lane, guys. But I was being brutally honest. But it was brutal. No. It was honesty without compassion. No. Goodness okay, gracious. let's move on. Thanks. <laughs> I, I know what he said. I can too. say it. No, you can't. Even low. Hello, no. who's this? My name's Brooklyn from H Town. Brooklyn. Hey, from Brooklyn. All right, now. Hey. When you are, when you're honest to somebody, are you compassionate or no compassion at all? Let's talk about it. Man, my name's Brooklyn. What you think? Oh Lord. <laughs> what, what, now what Brooklyn? Now old Brooklyn and new Brooklyn? Because gentrified Brooklyn is a little more compassionate. Okay, I'm 40 years old, so and old that's Brooklyn. just my name. I'm not from there, so it's maybe it's just I don't know. <laughs> so tell us the story. Yeah, it's just kind of like with being my mom. She was in and out, incarcerated a lot, in and out of my life. So I have a lot of abandonment issues and trust issues. You know what I mean? And as I have gotten older, it's been harder for me to approach her in a compassionate way because. I feel anger inside. I feel that I, I feel that childhoodness inside that I don't want to come out, but it seems like it does come out when I approach her on certain things because, you know, trauma is trauma and, mm-hmm. and you can't you can't change what has happened. You know what I mean? All right. So I I try I try to be a very compassionate person on the way I approach things because I am very aggressive, and I can, you know, basically be rude. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But the truth hurts. You know what I'm saying? The truth definitely hurts. And I'm definitely the one to give out truth sometimes. So it's something that I have to work on as I have gotten older and am getting older. And I have four kids of my own. So it's just something that I work on with myself. And I I appreciate y'all listening to y'all a lot because – Y'all show compassion. Y'all show realness, and y'all truth hurts. You know what I mean? Well, this and is this I, is this is this is this is a new and improved Breakfast Club. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I can, we too no, I can only speak for me. With old age, therapy, and life experience, I have learned that honesty without compassion is cruelty. Honesty without empathy is brutality. Because you know, it's, it, it, to, to her point, I didn't know I was being rude. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> I really didn't. Mm-hmm. Hello, who's this? This is from Houston, Texas. What's up, bro? We're talking about being honest and, and not showing compassion, brother. Yeah, I did it on accident. Um, I accidentally assumed this lady was pregnant, and I congratulated her. Ooh, that's me. Ooh, I did that, that one hurts. time. That's me all day. I did too. I I definitely did yeah. that one time and learned my lesson to never do that again. That's me that, all day. I don't do that no more. This person was a radio no personality. I said, "Yo, congratulations." She said, "On what?" I said, "The pregnancy." She was like, "I ain't pregnant." Man, and I, yeah, hey, yeah. I did it before. Hey, social media really too is the home of like. You know, honesty without compassion. Because, you know, we be sitting around watching award shows and stuff, and people will walk out, and you be like, damn, that person done got big as hell. Or, damn, that person need a weight train. This and that. And then you come to find out, like, number one, you done hurt the person's feelings, but also, like, yo, this person might have been through something. You know what I mean? Like, and you like, God, damn, I didn't mean that, man. At the end of the day, it all comes to, you know, by caring for people, about other people's feelings. All right. Yeah, and, and tending to your own wounds. A lot of times when you start getting to a place of your own healing, you know, you don't speak through the lens of your pain. You don't speak through the lens of your wounds. A lot of times it'd be all wounds talking, bro. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? Moral of the story is what I've been saying the whole all morning. Honesty without compassion is cruelty. Honesty without empathy is brutality. And that's just a harsh lesson that I've had to, to learn in my life. That's all it. Right. What's the name of Stephanie Mills' new song? Just do the right thing. There you go. All right. Well.
We got rumors on the way. All right. Well, yes. Um, since, since we're talking about being nice, Shaquille O'Neal had some things to say about Ben Simmons. <laughs> Goodness gracious. This, that was nothing nice. But we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ <laughs> Angela Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report, Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Soulja Boy and Bow Wow have been having some back and forth. Now, uh, Bow Wow posted this video of Soulja Boy. I don't know what a verse is going to be at. I don't know how many songs we doing. I ain't got no information. That shit is supposed to be in, what, six days? I think Bow Wow trying to cheat y'all. I'm letting y'all know right now. If I go to the verses and my it ain't on point. Just know Lil Bow Wow cheating. It's six days. Now Bow Wow posted that and captioned it. Soldier Boy thinks I'm cheating, bro. I'd never cheat you, bro. We in this together. Don't you trust me? You know it's 20 songs. Don't act like you don't watch verses. And he said, uh, you know, it's going to be happening this Saturday live. And they're saying, help Drake go out. Well, the two of them have been having a lot of back and forth on social media. This feels like something that they're saying they're joking around, but hopefully this doesn't get too ugly. Uh, Soldier Boy did upload an old photo that shows Bow Wow lying about riding on the private jet. Y'all remember when that I happened? That, yep. Bow Wow challenge. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then the two of them had a whole back and forth on social media. So I don't know if y'all were paying attention. But um, that did seem to set Bow Wow off. And he said, Soldier, just stop. Like, literally stop. The difference with me and you is you have to put out music. I don't. I'll be in the box office this weekend while you sit at home in your living room yelling on live at no one. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had a lot more back and forth after that. So All I know if you is. Look on Twitter, you can see that. But he basically said that he knows what Soldier Boy is getting paid on this Millennium Tour. He said that his assistant, his assistant gets paid more. Well, listen, can nobody sell a fight like Bow Wow and Soldier Boy? Drop mm -hmm. on the clues bonds for Shad Moss and Soldier Boy, okay? It's going to be a good one. Now, Soldier Boy said Bow Wow, couldn't, Bow wow couldn't make a hit in 2021 if his life depended on it. And then he said, I bet Bow Wow don't even own a Bitcoin. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> then Soldier Boy posted, I'm number 27 at Urban Radio today. Bow Wow, I don't see your name. <laughs> I like that kind of flex. Though. That's a nice little flex. You don't even own no Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Not not even a Bitcoin. Not okay? even a Bitcoin. You don't own a now, bit Rick of Bitcoin. Russ wants to put out this Drake joint album, but he's concerned about the timing. <clears throat> he was talking to Complex, and here's what he said. Are we going to get a Drake Rick Ross album? What I'm going to tell you is after our latest, you know, release, his incredible uh, project he released, Lemon Pepper Freestyle, mm -hmm. we had that conversation. Okay. And it's most definitely under serious consideration. Yes. Real talk. Okay. I think that'd be dope. You would like that, right? That'd mm -hmm. be good. The two of them always have good songs together. All right. Now let's uh, flash back to Shaquille O'Neal talking about Ben Simmons. Now, Ben Simmons had said this after their loss against the Hawks. What is it in your game that you think you need to improve first? I think all of it. You hit on all of it. Uh, I ain't shoot well from the line this series. Offensively, I wasn't there. I ain't doing enough for my teammates. There's a lot of things I need to work on. Well, here's how Shaq responded to what Ben Simmons had to say in Ben Simmons' whole series. If I play game one and two and I know I'm not helping my team out, what you think I'm going to do in game three? Don't take you seven games to realize that. I don't want to hear that, man. I like what he said, but it don't take seven games for you to know you are not playing right. Get right. You're not getting double teamed. Get right. Be aggressive. That's all I want. Just be aggressive. I don't want to hear all that. Stop that. Cut it okay. out. 
The Atlanta Hawks knocking off the Philadelphia 76ers. He was in my locker room. I would have knocked his ass out. Damn, Shaq. Damn. Honesty. Ouch. Honesty without compassion is brutality. But I think that's the point Shaq was trying to make. He wanted to be brutal. But but you don't see basketball players like this anymore, right? Where, Where if there was a problem... You you take it to their face and you and you push and encourage them to do better. You hear that you hear that conversation with Michael Jordan. You hear that conversation with Kobe Bryant. Do you hear that now? Yeah, but I think Shaq needs to understand that Ben Simmons is not from that era. He's not cut from that cloth. So him uh, punching Ben Simmons or knocking Ben Simmons out was not going to improve Ben Simmons' game. It was not going to make Ben Simmons be better. Ben, it would actually probably took all Ben Simmons' motivation away even more. All right, now Will Smith has announced he has a new memoir coming out November 9th. It's called Will. This is my book. It's been a a labor of love. I've been working on it for the past two years, and it is finally ready. Okay. I'm here for this. Can't wait to read that. It's already Amazon's number one bestseller. So once he put it out, you know, the pre-orders were pouring in. So you can imagine how that book is going to do. All right. And Chrissy Teigen is allegedly in talks with Oprah to do a Meghan Markle type of sit down because of all this cyberbullying controversy that she has been going through. And Courtney Stodden, the woman that she also bullied, that uh, was kind of the first person to talk about it on social media, also wants to participate. That could be interesting. To hear both sides of the story. Chrissy Teigen doing the cyberbullying and Courtney Stodden talking about that time period when she was only 16 years old and Chrissy Teigen told her to go kill yourself. I'm not mad <laughs> at know? that. So, mm. I mean, it yeah, has, it has to be, be some type of redemption culture, right? Like, you know, after you hold somebody accountable, you know, they, they, they have to sit down and have a conversation about it so other people can learn from it. It's not, it's not right. But during that time, there was so many people. That was like almost like the phrase, go kill yourself. Go kill you. That was the phrase that a lot of people used back then. It wasn't right, but that was the phrase. Definitely not compassionate. Brutality. And I, I want to shout out. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, honesty oh. without compassion is brutality. And I want to shout out to the Jordan brand. They did announce yesterday a partnership with 11 emerging WNBA players. It's the largest group of Jumpman and Dorseys in the women's game. I think that's a huge deal. Representation matters so much. And, you know, 11 black women, part of the Jordan brand. That is dope. Shout out to Reggie. Right shout out to AJ. WNBA. Shout out to the whole Jordan brand. Y'all do a lot of great things over My there. boy, Adrian. 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 What? He's been working at Jordan. I didn't know that. I thought he was a nice. What are you talking about? That's where you get used to get all your Jordans from. We used to do all these events for Jordan because wow. of Adrian. I thought it was Nike. I thought it was just Nike. Wow. That's so crazy of you. They you oh my sneakers. gosh. You're yeah, they paid whore. me a sneaker. Yeah, I was. Grow up. I did. <laughs> As you Some sit there with a baby a lot. Jordan in front of you right now. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have a baby Jordan in front of you? <laughs> uh, Homie, and shout out to Marcus Jordan, too. You know, he listens to all the too. time. Yeah, what up, Marcus? Mm-hmm. Now, what they do is they put uh, USBs inside of it so you can charge your phone, and it's something cool. Somebody gave it to me when I was oh, in San Diego, so it's pretty gotcha. dope. It's a baby Jordan, but they put a charger inside so you can charge your phone. Looks dope. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Up next is the People's Choice Mix Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go. It's time to wake up. Yeah. It's The Breakfast Club. It's Angela Yee. By using brands like Dove and Hellman's, you're supporting Unilever and the everyday good they do. Like donating more than $25 million worth of everyday products and services to groups like Feeding America this year. Visit UnileverDoesGood.com to support communities impacted by the pandemic. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I just want to let you guys know there's 10 days left. 
to my car show in Atlanta. I'm super duper excited. We got a bunch of uh, of, of celebrities that called and said they want to put their cars in it. This is going to be a crazy day. So if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. July 3rd, Atlanta, Carcella, celebrity cars, exotic cars, just dope cars, amusement rides, and all that. So get your tickets if you haven't got it already. Ten more days until the car show. Word. And today is election day here in New York City. So you know I'm about to go vote as soon as I leave y'all. Absolutely. All right. And when we come back, positive notice, The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout to Spice and Shaggy for joining us. Wagwan, brethren, for pulling up on Breakfast Club today. Pull up, y'all. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what the hell was that? my ears. But I do want to shout them out, man. I do really think Spice is an amazing artist and human being, so I'm happy to see her flourishing and putting out her first album finally after a lot of drama with the label. And I love to see that Shaggy connected with her and is executive producing, so I'm excited to hear the finished product. Yes, all praises due to Ja. Ja Rule? What Ja are you talking about? What are you saying? Where did you hear that? Jaha. Oh, <laughs> that's what Drastafarian said. Oh, my goodness. That's what we said. Champagne Patois. I hate you. Listen, I also want to tell people, too, man, uh, make sure you go grab State of Emergency, How to Win in the Country We Built. Uh, that's Tamika Mallory's first book. That's available now. Also, salute to Audible. I got an audio book uh, called We've Got Answers on Audible right now. You can go check that out, too. Okay? Okay. And the positive note is simply this. This is from Paul Coelho. And I'm not trying to do Jamaican Patois. I just can't pronounce his last name. Mm-mm. But Paul is a, a, a great author. And I, he, yep. I posted this this morning. Don't allow your wounds to transform you into someone you are not. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 